Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Chris Meyer, and you are once again listening to the Forge of Disciples podcast. So today, what I'm going to be talking about are decisions. Our days are filled with tons of decisions, mostly the tiniest, most most minute decisions that I don't even think we hardly recognize we're making them. But throughout our lives, we will have a handful of decisions that will impact our lives in a severe way. And sometimes this includes a career change, a decision on where you want to live, if you want to go to college, when or if to propose to your girlfriend, trying to decide if you want to have a child, bring a child into this world. These are all decisions that can kind of become overwhelming when you think about the consequences of these decisions. So I want to look into what is the best way to make these decisions. Do we go with our gut? What exactly is our gut? What what drives our gut? What makes us feel we are leaning towards one direction over the over the other? Is listening to our gut repeatable? And is it consistent in making the right decisions? I know I can't always listen to my gut. Just one example is, I don't know if anybody's ever bought in a lottery ticket, but I don't make it a habit. But in the rare occasion that I do, a lot of the times I get this weird desi- weird feeling in my gut that I have a really good chance of winning something here. And more often than not, my gut is proven wrong and I I don't win any money. And, well, I go right back to living the same life I normally do. So, I'm not looking for a hit or miss way of making decisions like, quote unquote, following my gut. I want to, I want to use a formula that is repeatable, that will remove any biases that I, that I have coming into that decision and just make it the most clear, rational way to choose the right decision. I want to remove my, my feelings out of the decision process, mostly because feelings are impulsive and they aren't usually sustainable. A feeling we have one day of excitement 
often turns the next day into a feeling of of doubt. And that's that's why it's not always good to allow our feelings to impact our decisions. So as I mentioned in a, our previous podcast, St. Thomas Aquinas came up with three uh, three pillars that every decision must rest on. Th- those three pillars help with life's smaller decisions. I'm looking to find a formula that will help us with those really large life decisions that we have to make. And so I came up with, or I found actually St. Ignatius 11 steps for practical discernment. Now, 11 steps might seem a little overwhelming, but it's actually a pretty simple formula to use to discern life. Uh, life decisions. Some, uh, several of them are just the same step, uh, just at different parts of the decision-making process. So it's really not as overwhelming as it may sound. Someday I, I really want to get into St. Ignatius' background and his life story. He's a fascinating, fascinating guy with a fascinating story and I'm sure that my listeners, whoever you are out there will appreciate, uh, will appreciate his life story. So I'm going to get into now the 11 practical steps for discernment from St. Ignatius. The first step Identify the decision to be made or the issue to be resolved. So you need to clearly decide what is the issue at hand and then step two is to formulate the issue in a proposal. So for me, it helps to to write these things down and it just, by putting it on paper, it allows me to kind of visually, visually understand the full, the full context of the decision. So you should be specific with this when you formulate the issue you should state it as X versus Y or X versus non-X. So if I'm trying to decide on if I want to change my job, I'm going to write down keeping my current job versus finding a new job or 
keeping my current job versus not keeping my current job. So the third step then is pray for openness to God's will. And this includes freedom from any prejudice or, or bias that we have on the decision at hand. So we really just want to ask God for clarity for what he wishes for us and to eliminate any any initial bias that we have going into this discernment process. The fourth step is to gather all of the necessary information. So the who, what, where, when, how, and why. I feel like I remember being taught that back in grade school, but those questions are questions that we constantly need to ask ourselves in these major life decisions. So we also want to consult with everyone affected by the decision. Um, if this affects our spouse, we should definitely talk to them. We should allow them to state how they feel to us about the decision at hand and we should we should weigh that thoroughly with what we are rationalizing in this decision making process and we should also discuss with someone of similar values as us to see what they would think about through this process if they were in our shoes. I often see it's, it's important to have a mentor. Uh, obviously, as Catholic, as a Catholic, I, I often hear of having spiritual advisors who can guide us on uh, guide us back onto the, the path if we start waning from it. So it's often, it's often good to have a mentor to, to guide us. So that was step four of gathering all the necessary information. Step five is to repeat step three. After you gather the necessary information, on the topic at hand, we should once again go and pray for openness to God's will. Invite him into this decision-making process with you. And pray for clarity. Step six, state all of the pros and cons for each side of your issue. 
this is a pretty key step, obviously, of St. Ignatius' discernment process. We want to weigh all the pros and cons. So again, using the example of changing our career, changing our job, we should list all of the pros and cons from the most obvious to the most obscure. Really take some time to dive into this pro this part of the process and evaluate 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 both sides of the the issue at hand with a fine tooth comb. Number seven, do a formal evaluation of this. So which reasons are the most important and why? Obviously on every on every pro and con list, some some details will weigh more heavily than others. And we just want to evaluate which of these reasons are most important. Also, which option most leads to God's service? Which of these options better serves the growth of your true self in the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit will, they, as they say, guide us to the path of of God and you just really want to try to gain some clarity on which of these sides leads to God the uh the the most clearly which seems most consistent with your own journey and and history with God. So just really go back to that pros and cons list and and just just think on it. Just just think which of these are most important, which of these most leads to to God's will for you. The eighth step. Observe the direction of your will while reflecting on the advantages and disadvantages. So as you evaluate and continue to contemplate on this, on this decision, Evaluate the holy uh, where the Holy Spirit will influence you and your desires towards one option and away from the other. During the decision-making process, you will start leaning to one side. You will start feeling that that things are becoming apparent as to what you need to do. It might not always be what you want to do, but 
you will begin to understand what you need to do. And I feel like that's an important important point to make as a man. We all have duties that we have to fulfill, duties to our wife, duties to our family and our community, and most importantly, a duty to God. And the Holy Spirit will begin driving us towards these duties that we must fulfill as a man of God. And we need to make ourselves aware of of what we need to do versus uh, always what we wanting to do, which, again, kind of goes back to that that idea of not letting necessarily our, our feelings impact our decision-making as feelings come and go. Feelings are, feelings are, are fleeting, I guess you could say. So that was, that was step eight. Again, observe the direction of your will while reflecting on the advantages and disadvantages. So step nine, ask God to give you feelings of consolation about the preferred option. So again, when you start understanding the direction that you need to take, again, go to God and pray to him to give you feelings of consolation about the side that you are beginning to lean to and ask for peacefulness in making this decision. Ask for joy moving forward and ask for courage to ask for courage to after choosing this decision fully committing. The 10th step of St. Ignatius practical steps for discernment. Trust in God and then make your decision. Even if you are not 100% certain that this is right, if after all of these steps you have a feeling of what you need to do, then you just need to put your trust and faith in God and make the decision towards that. The 11th step and final step, confirm the decision. So after you make the decision, live with it, continue to pray and reflect on it, and see if your thoughts continue to support your decision as you are as you are moving towards that end result those are the 11 steps for practical discernment from saint ignatius a lot of these steps I've 
heard many times growing up making pros and cons lists um evaluating the who what where when and why for making a decision but saint ignatius really takes those aspects those those secular ideas and puts god in between those steps asking for an unbiased an unbiased state towards making that that decision for asking for clarity and praying to the lord to use the holy spirit to move you in the direction that would most please him So those are just a few things to think on today. I hope you're able to pick something up. I hope you'll be able to use these steps towards making these life decisions. I know they, those decisions never get easy. But if we can use a formula like St. Ignatius to allow for God to enter in that decision, then we can be assured that that he will send his grace upon us to to do his will. All right, I hope everybody has a great day today. I hope everybody moving forward uses some of these steps to make more decisions that will God and I will see you guys around.